the news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international, sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, Parliament goes on recess for Easter festivities and ECG owes Buipa Authority 612 million US dollars and MPs must not be appointed ministers, says Bridget Jogbenuku. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. Parliament has adjourned Sendai for the Easter festivities. This followed the passage of three revenue bills presented to the House by the government seeking to boost domestic revenue mobilization. The Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagman, presenting his closing remarks to the House, urged the MPs to do away with inexplicable decisions that could mar activities of the House in the next meeting. Mr. Bagman said, in spite of the shock we had during this meeting, I urge all to still continue to give thanks to Almighty God because that is his will. The speaker expressed his appreciation to the leadership of both sides and the class. He advised the MPs to take good care of themselves as they journey to their various constituencies. Parliament on Friday, March 31, passed the Excise Duty Amendment Bill 2022, the Growth and Stability Levy Bill 2022, the Ghana Revenue Authority Bill 2022, and the Income Tax Amendment Bill 2022. The financial bills presented to Parliament by the government seek to rake in about 4 billion Ghana cities annually as part of domestic revenue mobilization. The bills are also crucial to aid the government's quest to facilitate the broad approval for the $3 billion International Monetary Fund IMF Program Staff Level Agreement. The minority in Parliament earlier communicated its opposition to the bills. The Member of Parliament for Nantong, Mohamed Hadi Tuferu, was involved in an accident ahead of the crucial vote on the new revenue bill on Friday. The MP, who is a member of the majority caucus, was however sent to Parliament via an ambulance to report to the leadership of the House and later sent to the hospital. But the Speaker said nothing untoward was done in the passage of the controversial revenue bills despite the absence of the Member of Parliament for Nantong. Now, the Electricity Company of Ghana owes Buipa Authority, BPA, the managers of the Bui Generating Station, more than $612 million. Mr. Samuel Kofi Jamesi, the Chief Executive Officer, has revealed. He expressed his disappointment in the inability of the ECG to pay the authority as the power produced and um, supplied to the company remained the only problem confronting the operations of the 404-megawatt dam situated in the Banda district of the Bono region. Speaking in an interview with the media during a visit by Madame Justina Owusu-Banahini, the Bono regional minister, to the dam's plant site at Bui, Mr. Jamisi said almost 99% of the power produced was sold to the ECG. 
accompanied by some members of the Bono Regional Security Council, as well as the district and municipal chief executives, the regional minister was at the site to acquaint herself with hydropower generation and other operations of the authority. In 2022, he said the authority raked in $74 million profit, being the highest generated so far since the dam started actual production. But other that the amount was inclusive in the ECG's debt, the chief executive officer said BPA had the biggest solar plant in the West Africa sub-region, saying it had targeted to construct 250 megawatt solar plant to augment power generation at the buoy generating station. Mr. Jamesi explained that the authority was currently undertaking feasibility studies on the Western Rivers and was hopeful by the end of the year we will get contractors who would start very serious hydropower plant either at River Pra and Cobra or Tano. Mr. Jamesi commended President Nanedi Danko Ekufuado's government for the support in making the authority to achieve its 250 megawatt solar project. He said the BPA was undertaking serious expansion work on its solar project, indicating that under his leadership, we have added 50 megawatts of solar and by the end of the year, we are adding additional 40 megawatts on land here, 50 megawatts in Yendi and 5 megawatts on the dam's reservoir here. Now, former presidential candidates of the Progressive People's Party, PPP, Bridget Jogbenuku says MPs should not be appointed as ministers of state. This, she believes, would ensure that MPs perform their mandates of checking the excesses of the executive without fear. Although these appointments were constitutional, she told Newsfile host Samson Landi Anyanyini that it is a hindrance to the growth and development of the state. Making a contribution to the fourth edition of the Joy Change Speaker Series, she said Article 78 Clause 1 mandates the President to appoint majority of his ministers from Parliament. This means that more than half of all ministers and deputy ministers must be members of Parliament. She explained that these appointments had rendered the Parliament ineffective in scrutinizing the activities of the executive to guarantee the judicial's application of the nation's resources, thereby making the fight against corruption very difficult. The former presidential candidates argued that this phenomenon has made the executive as a zet much power over the legislature, even in the certain position of MPs. Additionally, she said the appointment of MPs as ministers prevented them from representing their constituents and hindered the country from drawing from the rich experiences of experts. While calling for the constitutional amendment of Article 78, she recommended that MPs who wanted to be appointed as ministers must be willing to resign from their role as members of parliament. Now in business, the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA monitoring team have recovered more than 86 million cities for the state within the first five months of their inception. The team, which conducts market surveillance for compliance, comprised the Tema team based at Tema Harbor, 
Eastern Frontier, based at Dabala in the Volta region, Western Frontier in Kumasi, Ashanti region, and the Vehicle Tax Force, whose operation is nationwide. Their operation also led to the interception and detention of 273 and customed vehicles between the last quarter of 2022 and the end of february 2023 speaking to journalists about the initiative in accra the commissioner of customs of the gra said the idrisu idisa said the recoveries made by the team would contribute to the revenue drive of the state and ensure that the security of the country was intact the customs division of the GRA came up with the monitoring team initiative to ensure importers pay the right amount of duty and also to serve as a tool to curtail smuggling across the country. In October 2022, four monitoring teams were inaugurated to undertake risk-based and intelligence-driven operations across the country. The team also arrested some accustomed goods and carried out other related assignments which involved the interception of substances suspected to be Indian hemp, among others. According to the Customs Division of the GRA, an assessment of the operations of the team between October 2022 and February 2023 indicated that the team had significantly impacted on revenue mobilization. Given a breakdown of the amounts recovered to the state, Mr. Edisa said the Tema team alone collected 85 million Ghana cities, while the Western Frontier team also recovered a total collection of 1.46 million cities. The Vehicle Tax Force intercepted and detained 193 uncustomed vehicles in the last quarter of 2022 and 80 vehicles between January and February 2023. Mr. Edisa explained that the monitoring team served as another layer of security measures put in place by the authority. The Commissioner of Customs says the monitoring team was also one of the layers of enforcement as the monitoring team operates as certain strategic areas to ensure that if someone is able to dodge from the entry point, these teams would be able to apprehend them for the right amount of duties and customs processes to be done. He commended the team for the successes chalked up, saying since they were set up towards the latter part of last year to February, Tema team alone has collected over 85 million Ghana cities and seized other goods that did not meet the standards required of the country. Now in sports, Ghana's Isaac Dogbe fell short in his attempt to become a two-division world champion, losing the WBO featherweight world title to Cuban Robisi Ramirez. Dogbe was never in control of the fight after being rocked by Ramirez in the early round before the Cuban dictator the tempo of a highly competitive fight in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the early hours of Sunday. After 12 rounds of uh, grueling action, the judges were unanimously in their decision, scoring it 117 to 110, 118 to 109, 119 to 108, all in favor of the Cuban who claimed the vacant WBO featherweight title. 
The first fight of a long night in store for Dogby came midway through round two. Ramirez landed a left hand around the high end tight guard of Dogby, later followed by a left uppercut at close quarters. Dogbe was visibly affected by the shot, missing widely with a reactionary right hand after which he wisely clinched to avoid further punishment. The Cuban southpaw constantly circled Dogbe and uh, pot shorted with left hand and right holes. Dogbe enjoyed his best moment of the fight to that point when a right hand landed to the body after Ramirez overcommitted on a straight left. Momentum quickly shifted back in favor of Ramirez early in round four. Dogbe was well shot with his power shots while Ramirez fought behind the jab before landing a flurry of punches upstairs. Dogbe briefly caught Ramirez with the right hand and later launched a series of power shots beginning at the one minute mark of round four, though all were picked off by Ramirez's gloves during the squeezes. Ramirez later landed a jab and a straight left in the closing second, while Dogbe missed with a right hand. Dogbe was urged by head trainer Barry Hunter to cease showing Ramirez more respect than necessary. Dogbe did his best to carry out those matching orders, but couldn't manage more than a couple of right hands earlier in round five. Ramirez kept everything tight down the middle and even rode out and picked off a late flurry by Dogbe before the bell. Now in showbiz, singer and songwriter Jane Farah Efia Bwafwa a window known in showbiz as Efia, has revealed the reasons why she is attracted to the black color. She said she likes the color because she is a witch. But further explaining her point, the songstress attributed it to the kind of work she does, which is music. She stated that she records at night when everyone is asleep, thus making her stay alive at night. This made her development an interest in black as a darkness was becoming a companion at night. I feel like it blends with every other color. I think black is something that fits most of the times. Also, I like it because I am a witch. The new soul vocalist told Doreen Avio on Joy Prime. She stated that she added Nocturnal to her name on Twitter handle because she is always awake at night. And that's how we draw curtains on the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukuma. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR.